Have you taken care of business in your business? Do you know what it looks like to actually do that? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to give you the two criteria that it takes to take care of business. Welcome to the Profitable Maverick Podcast, where side hustle warriors and full-time ride-or-die business owners come to chase their dreams. Nobody else serves the goods as straight, with heart, or has your back like Tom does. Come learn how to become the most profitable business owner in the room, to double your income, to triple your time off, and to get your business rocking and rolling like you want it. Being an independent maverick in business has come of age, and let's face it, doing business online these days is possibly the only way you're making a living. So join this community of like-minded mavericks on a mission to reach your highest potential and improve your business with the Profitable Maverick. Now, wow, wow, here's your host, host, host. Well, okay, let me take the radio voice off. <laughs> because the host, well, that would be me, Tom Burchell. You know, back in the 70s, there was a song by Randy Bachman of Bachman Turner Overdrive, BTO. And if you're from that era, you'll know what I mean. If you're not, you might as well. I did a Google search on this recently to find the lyrics for it. And I was curious in a pleasantly surprised way that most of the postings on YouTube were from 2008. 2015, 2012, like they were in the 2000 and teens. It was surprising to me, and pleasantly so. I am a drummer, if you don't know it, and love playing the drums. I played in a rock and roll band back in the day, and this was one of the songs we played. But the name of the song is, of course, Taking Care of Business. <laughs> Taking care of business every day. Ah, if you recall that. If not, I'll leave a link in the show notes <laughs> of this episode so you can listen to it. That is the point of this episode is taking care of business. What does that look like? Really, people float around in business, entrepreneurs and business owners, and I don't want you to be floating around. I want you to know and understand what that is. And so here are the two criteria, and we'll talk about some of these other things in and around this for being successful in business. So number one is being profitable. And number two is systemizing. These two things that I have anchored my business coaching, training, and mentoring all around is profitability and systems. They're the two key pieces. It comes down to this. When it comes to profitability, are you profitable enough to sustain your desired lifestyle? And if you're not, you haven't taken care of business yet. And number two, on the system side, have you systemized enough to step away for months at a time and it grow and prosper without you? Hmm, very interesting. <laughs> so these things are, these two criteria are the things that begin to define what success is for you. Now, it's not a dollar amount. I, I can't answer that. I don't know what that dollar amount is. It's not about becoming a millionaire or making a million dollars. We, we're talking about being profitable. And if you've heard me talk about this, it is being profitable with purpose-driven profits. It's just not all about the money. It's about the meaning behind it. What's the purpose of that? And what's that for you? So what is the lifestyle you want to sustain and enjoy? When I work with folks, we sit down and we map out what your personal budget looks like. We start there because that's your lifestyle. Your business needs to serve your lifestyle, not the other way around. 
You don't want to be living to work. You want to be working to live. You want to be enjoying your lifestyle and have your business be cranking out the revenue required to do that. So let's start with your personal budget. And then let's look at your business budgeting. Let's do an exercise around your business. And when we get those two things in place, we have one start to serve the other. One serves the other. The business serves the personal. So when you have those two budgets built out, you know how much money you need to make. That equals your lifestyle. Maybe it's $50,000 a year. Maybe it's $100,000 a year. Maybe it's $500,000 a year. I I don't know what it is. Don't really care, frankly. What I want you to do is be profitable enough that it'll sustain your desired lifestyle. That's criteria number one. And the second criteria, I'll repeat it again, is systemizing things enough that you can step away from your business. And here's the, the big nut here for months at a time, like a month or two, like I want to measure it in months, not hours or days or even weeks. That's weak. <laughs> Measuring your time away from the business in weeks is weak sauce. It's, it's, it's not enough. It needs to be measured in months, like a a chunk of time that you're away and things are systemized so well that it is bigger and better when you come back than when you left. Now, this is something that I experienced when I was building my business. The 12th business I built, uh, we got it up to eight figures in five years. And during some of that time, like four and a half years worth, a large portion of that time of that five year, so it was seven years to get 25 million. In a large portion of that time, four and a half years, I was in and out of the hospital. I had emergency surgery and I was in the hospital for a month. And from the date of that surgery, I had four minor and two major surgeries. And I spent a lot of time recovering from those surgeries and not in the office. I was gone for months at a time. And thank God my business was systemized enough that it could run without me. I would merely check in a couple times a month with my assistant and cover off questions that was required on an urgent basis because I just was not well enough in my health to be able to even address things until years later. This is what saved the business was that it was systemized. And I want to emphasize this for you is these two criteria is being profitable enough to sustain your desired lifestyle and systemized enough that you can step away for months at a time and it grow and prosper without you. What gave the impetus of this is chatting with some entrepreneurs recently and they were talking about only working four to eight hours a week. And I've talked with entrepreneurs in the past that have this philosophy of, oh yeah, it's just this badge of honor of how little they have to work. In addition to that, I've talked to folks that have retired and it prompted me to think of this and to find out from them what was the impetus, what was the reason, like what's the attraction here? Because folks that I've known that have retired, let's start with that. My goodness, they get bored and they want to get back to work. (laughs) This thing they've worked for all their lives of being quote unquote retired, um, now that they're there, they are completely bored out of their gourd. They, they want to start a project. They want to help someone else with their project. They, they get back to doing things, not necessarily work as in career, but they're just so bored. They want to do something that's productive and that's contributing to others or some project that a friend has. Like they want to be valuable and contributing members of society and of life. And so retiring, it's a little bit of a a misnomer. And I get a little bit concerned when I hear people talking about wanting to do that as if it's 
this wonderful, great thing? Because frankly, it isn't. When you get there, people that are, they don't want to do it anymore. They want to get productive. And this other element of working so little in your career, of minimizing your time with work as if it's this badge of honor and this great and wonderful thing. Well, here's what I say to that is the title of this episode, Take Care of Business. Have you earned the privilege to be able to do that, to work the four hours a week as all that you need to do? Well, great. You, you have a badge of honor that you're wearing now. Why? Because you took care of business. And what does that look like? We're putting some handles on this now, right? It's, it's being profitable enough to sustain your desired lifestyle. And it's having the systems in place that don't require you to be there all the time, that you can take like a chunk of time, like a month off from your business and it still be working and running and being better than it was when you took the time off at the beginning. So this element of working so little is couched in some more context here. And you need to earn, I'll repeat this again, earn the privilege to be able to be taking the time off. And if you haven't, you haven't taken care of business. There's a popular thing out there with millennials these days, and it is this term FIRE. So FIRE stands for financially independent and retiring early. And when I talk to folks about this, they end up having this philosophy or hovering around either hacking the system or lowering their expectations. And it just doesn't make sense to me. It breaks my heart and, and is disappointing. It's not like a, a frustrating thing, but it's like, gee, like really? Like you're, you're lowering your expectations? You're lowering your dreams? I mean, it's almost like saying, okay, honey, yeah, you know what? I dumped all the peanuts out of this bag. And if we share four of them each for every day of the month, we'll have enough peanuts in one bag that we can split up and that'll be our breakfast. And then at lunchtime, we'll start sharing sandwiches, uh, the bologna sandwiches we've been eating. Like if we cut that in half, like if I stop having a sandwich and we share yours, well, then we can have lunch taken care of. Like, jeez, you're minimizing your lifestyle so much and reducing it down to cost savings of the food you're eating so that you can retire early. Wow, it just doesn't make sense to me. If we live in a van and use public showers and washrooms, really, like, this will be wonderful, honey. Um, I don't know. I just don't think that's taking care of business. I think that's shrinking your goals and dreams to match the measly lifestyle you've got or the small amount of money that has been set aside that you have forced yourself to live on. I don't think that's taking care of business. And oh, I had a couple of stats I wanted to throw alongside with that. And it was this. Millennials are carrying an average debt balance on their credit card of $29,900, almost 30 grand on average. And there's this concept along with the fire of, hey, let's live off of credit cards and live by our credit cards because we want to point collect and get the reward points, which is cool. But I'm going to say it's not unless you have a healthy doses of discipline. You need to have the discipline. That 29900 average debt of a millennial comes from Northwestern Mutual. Just to source that, I'm not pulling it out of the air. That's like about 30 grand. And here's the problem with it. Because here's another study by bostonfed.org. Folks spend more when they are living off their credit cards. As much as four times more. So cool kind of concept to be point collecting and reward collecting. But gosh, it comes with a healthy warning of really be disciplined with it. You've got to be discipline because you're going to be spending way more than you would have otherwise. 
I lived on cash for a while. I've done both. I lived off credit cards for a while and I lived off cash. I'd go and withdraw $10,000 from the bank cash. I was wanting to teach my kids how to budget and work within the budget. And we could see then physically the money that would go to pay for all the things, to go and pay for housing and pay for food and pay for gas in the car and pay for meals and all the different things we did. We needed to have cash in our pocket to pay for things on a daily basis if we were out and about town and we needed to cash to go and pay the bills and we'd go to the bank and we'd pay the bills and to see that amount of money that would take care of all those things. Alternatively, we did another experiment. We used the credit card. We'd pass it around and use that to be paying for our daily, weekly, and monthly expenses. And I got to tell you, it's more frugal and disciplined when you got the cash because you see it right there. It's in your hand or it's at home in your little bank, right? And you can begin to see the, the pile of $100 bills get smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> and when you get near the end of the month, that's it. Or maybe you have a little bit left over, which is great. And you can pass it on to the next month. But when you physically have it in your hand, you can see what's going on. When you've got a card, a credit card, and you don't have it, it's a little bit tougher and you, you spend a little more freely and comfortably and you are not as attentive to what you are spending it on. So it's important that you have a little bit of awareness with that of spending with a credit card in that financially independent and retire early kind of situation. So on the one hand, I'm not saying be a millionaire. That's not what's required. And on the other hand, I'm saying don't be lowering your expectations so much that you're living in poverty just to say, yes, I'm retired. Neither of those are good. What I'm saying is define what your lifestyle is and get profitable enough in your business to have it sustain that lifestyle and then build the systems in place so much so that you're able to take time off. And when you come back to your business, it's bigger and better than it was before. I've been there, I've done this, and I want to encourage you to do the same thing and use these two criteria in your business to be able to do that because it's really fun when you get there. Now, here's the last thing that I want to talk about, the third thing, and it is about using and viewing your business as an investment. And this gets really, really fun. Tell you what, I'm going to talk about this next time. So I want to wrap things up. We've talked about the two criteria in your business on how to be taken care of business. We talked about the Beckman Turner Overdrive song from the 1970s, 1973 as a matter of fact, and I've got that posted in the show notes for this episode. And we talked about the two criteria of being in a position of business being taken care of and it's profitability and systemize. Are you profitable enough to sustain your desired lifestyle? And are you systemized enough to step away for months at a time and grow and prosper your business? We talked about FIRE, and there's this concept out there about being financially independent and retiring early. So that's a wrap. We've talked about all these good things. I look forward to catching up with you soon on another episode. If you're wanting to get more details on this and the personal budget and business budget stuff that I mentioned earlier, hit the website, theprofitablemaverick.com, and get some more information on that. I've got details around the Profit Code, which is the course that I teach this stuff in. And so it'd be great to have you along with us and you can get more information there. That wraps things up. Live more, love more, and be a more profitable maverick. We'll catch up with you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend, highly of course, on iTunes, on Overcast, or wherever it is you subscribe to your podcasts. 
You can get more great information on this episode, its show notes, and our other episodes and shows at theprofitablemaverick.com. That's theprofitablemaverick.com. Until next time, get out there, live more, love more, and be a more profitable maverick. No entrepreneurs have been harmed in the recording of this episode. Freedom truly is optional and is so rarely claimed, so don't be one of those types. Get up there and claim it. Create your own Maverick Manifesto. And if you need help with that, reach out and ask us how. Please always remember, and don't ever forget to take action, action, action. Implement, implement, implement. Your life and business depend on it. Storm that castle and become the most profitable business owner in the room.